0: Hello, you're listening to Weird Tales the Unexplainable with me, Bob Shoy, um, Adam Tiss. Hello. And Beef. Afternoon. And I'm hosting this week. This is, you're very lucky you're actually getting this show because I've just got back from holiday and Beef's going on holiday in. Uh, like 12 hours. <laughs> 12 hours at 2am. So we're trying to get something recorded before he leaves just to get something up. So it's not the extravagant. Skype call-in haunted houses special I have planned, but we um, are recording something for you, just so something's going up. So, have I even told you guys what the theme of the show is this week? No, you Mm -hmm. you kind of... um, You gave us a teaser in the kitchen, but... uh... This... uh, The topic this week is weird media. Oh. Alright, right. Okay. So I'm going to be... It's it's going to be similar to our first episode, where I went through a couple of, like, notorious stories, uh, Mm -hmm. but these are all to do with... Films, TV, music, games. Some of them have been debunked, but they're still cool stories anyway. Okay. And some of them haven't. And so some interesting stories I hunted out yesterday. Some I was aware of already, some I wasn't. Um, again, before I crack into these stories, thanks to everyone. Our listenership is just rising and rising, and we're ecstatic.
2: Eternally grateful.
0: Yeah, and so keep sending your stories in, because I am doing my next show in three episodes time will be the big Skype in Haunted Houses show. So if you have lived in, know someone that lives in or has lived in a Haunted House, you've got stories and you want to come on and Skype in and tell us about them and discuss, then email me contact us at com, and we'll try and arrange something. That would be fantastic. Anything else you guys want to say before we crack in?
2: I am mega excited about the uh, your next Episode. The Skype in. Yeah, yeah, I'm really excited about getting some listeners in and mm. just getting. To, uh, well, I don't know, getting some feedback as well. And don't know. I'm really interested to, to see to some people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. See who you guys actually are.
0: If um, also not just uh, the haunted houses stories, because the next episode is going to be beefs. He's um, tackling miracles. Have you got any cool miracles stories? Contact and after that, Tissy's next show is. Sleep paralysis. Sleep paralysis. So if you have any stories or suffer from or know someone that does, please contact us about that too. Um, apologies for the dip in sound quality last episode. A few people contacted us about it and we were aware, but, you know, it was too late by the time I went to edit the show and sort of I like cleaned up the audio as best I could. Uh, but... We have methods in place currently with our recording mm-hmm. where it should be uh, better sounding from now on. I was going to go, but they can't see me. <laughs> no. I just kissed my fingertips. It's going to be like that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's
0: a good job that gest- gesture goes around the world as well. <laughs> yeah, I'll, um, take a picture of me doing that, and well, I'll put it on. Um, really um, offensive, on so I'll right? put it on the blog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be different, different cultures, different meanings. You ready? Yeah. Um, so I've got some stories about computer games, some about TV, films, uh, music. Uh, I'll tell you what. I'll start off with um, the computer games ones because I've got them right the top of my list here. Now, oh, this is very apt because I wanted to tackle this eventually. Our opening and closing music is mm. the Lavender Town tune or the Lavender Town theme from Pokemon, mm. um, and we used it for a good reason. You guys have heard about the lavender town syndrome?
1: Yeah, briefly. In
0: 1996, shortly after the release of Pokémon Red and Green, the child suicide rate spiked in Japan, and children aged 7 to 12 were falling sick or uh, committing suicide. And many people believe it's to do with the sound frequencies used in the Lavender Town music which is the Ghost Town from the Pokemon game um, and then when it was released in the rest of the world they changed the music and that is why we use it for our podcast music exactly a lot of people don't believe this is actually true but it has never been proven to not be true yeah. it's it's the difficult one because it's one that you
2: you could never prove it to be true you can't link that surely there's no scientific reasoning like, that, you couldn't connect the two between, mm. oh, that that is definitely because of this reason. Because yeah. if it's only, if, particularly if it's only the sound frequency that children can hear,
0: mm-hmm.
2: if you're an adult mortician, is that the right word? Is that the right profession? What? What does a mortician do? Are they people that, like, <laughs> look at dead bodies afterwards to try and figure out how they died?
0: Am I going to have to edit you out so you don't sound stupid?
2: No, I don't mind sounding stupid. You guys know I'm not stupid.
0: Multitian's a funeral director, I
2: think. And the point I'm making, though, is that, um, yeah, you, you can't, because if it's particularly if an
0: adult hasn't, can't pick up what children are, then you're not going to be able to do it, so it's hard. Um, but I wanted to just drop that in and explain, that's the music and that's why we use it. And that's what led me into thinking, well, maybe there's some more weird stories to do with this sort of thing. And there is actually another weird story to do with um, sound frequencies and lights in computer games. Now, there was a game called Polybius. Ever heard of it? Nope, nope. No, I'm not surprised. It was an 80s arcade cabinet, which was extremely limited and only put in arcades in the area surrounding Portland. Now, players suffered vivid nightmares and suicidal tendencies after playing, um, and the violently powerful strobe effects caused um, epileptic seizures, apparently. And the game... After a while, the game completely vanished, Lots of people believe it was... Um, there's a conspiracy where lots of people believe that DARPA, which is the Defence Advanced Research Projects Agency... Okay. Real. Um, it was them who put it there to test response to psychoactive machines. And uh, DARPA also behind MK Ultra, which was the CIA mind control program, so the stuff they've dabbled in before. Ooh. Now, also, strange reports... Exist of men in black, coming roughly once a week to these arcades where these machines were to collect data from the machine.
2: Will Smith and Tom Lee Jones. Anything about that? Bullshit. <laughs> uh, I don't know.
0: What was the game called? Polybius.
2: Polybius. What was the? What were you doing in the game?
0: What? Um, what was you doing in the game? Shall I see if I can get a little screenshot of Polybius?
2: Yeah. I don't know. Just what? I don't know if it's like a fighting game or like a what do you think Tiss <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's <laughs> what happens when I tell these stories that's Tiss's uh, reaction every time
1: <laughs> yeah strange if true
2: <laughs> it is interesting that it was just around Portland like just one American uh, just one like, American area
0: um, I have a little picture of the arcade machine there but I can't tell what sort of game it is mm. Mm.
2: so what was what was going to be the purpose of um these this
0: agency doing doing it, what was what would that to do? Just no to... idea. Is a conspiracy theory? Oh, why they thought they were gonna do to, it. Uh to test response to psychoactive machines. Hmm. hmm. What does that mean? I don't
2: know. <laughs> like I don't know, maybe that's I don't know, that's what I mean. What kind of benefit
0: would that give them from finding that out? Um do you reckon there's any sort of weaponization involved? If they can make these people affect by these effects, they could like amplify it to cause a bigger effect. Uh,
2: yeah, I guess. Uh, I, I guess we're well, naive maybe, if if the
0: most likely
1: application would be in torture or
0: mm.
1: or um, not major scale but small scale interrogation, maybe. Okay, yeah. Probably not a game form. Probably just in that visual form.
0: Um, the other thing is if they were. Behind MK Ultra, which is the mind control thing, and maybe the there were there were things suggested, there were slight suggestions within the game, which could they they could use in their mind control research. Like, oh, can we make people feel mm. nauseous? Can we make people have nightmares? Can we mm. make people? Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Yeah, well, we, we know it
2: happens, don't we? Mm. so I, like, it wouldn't surprise me but I, I don't know I don't know whether they would whether they knew one of the risks would be that people would react that way and become suicidal and then how they would I don't know this is why with these things I don't, I don't, I'm not too sure whether I do believe they would do it because I'd like to hope that they wouldn't risk people being suicidal
0: ah but last time we recorded you said you found some comfort in the idea that you don't know everything that these corporations and the government are up to, you just trust that they've got your best intentions in hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I can't remember saying it. Okay, so that's Polybius. and I've got one more um, computer game one which uh, found kind of interesting. Have you ever heard of a game called Kill Switch?
1: Oh, I think I've heard. Um, I've heard of it. Oh, really? But not not in the domain. I think I've heard of it in the, in the sort of... Heard area, of the story? ...area of conspiracies. Yeah.
0: yeah. Okay. Um, not as an actual game. This is a very generic sounding game.
1: It sounds really...
0: Like, like, it sounds little. like
1: Killzone and Kill Killer Instinct. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but this was a game that was released in 1989. What's with, what's with the 80s? Well, your games were like rising, weren't they? Yeah. Oh, it's a new medium. We can affect people free. Now, a Russian company called uh, Carvina Corporation uh, made the game, and they only ever released around 5,000 copies of the game. And the game could only be played once, and it deleted itself if you beat it or if you died. All right. Uh, At the beginning, you had two characters you could choose from. Uh, One was a young girl called Porto. And one was an invisible demon called Ghast. And the players can't even see. If you choose Ghast, even he's invisible to the players. Yeah, so it's pretty much impossible to play as Ghast. Now, the company put out a statement about the game, which said... Killswitch was designed to be a unique playing experience. Like reality, it is unrepeatable, irretrievable, and illogical. One might even say ineffable. Death is final, death is complete. The fates of Porto and her beloved Ghast are as unknowable as our own. Uh, It is the desire of the Carvina Corporation that this be so, and we ask our customers to respect that desire. Rest assured, Carvina will continue to provide the highest quality of games to the West, and that kill switch is merely one among our many wonders. Okay. You could choose to play as two characters, but because it would delete itself at the end, you would only ever get one side of the story if you managed to complete it without dying, because as soon as you died, it would delete itself also. So this seems a bit like a pretentious art game at the moment. It gets weirder. So because there were so few ever made, and they mm. deleted themselves, it's pretty much impossible to get a copy of the game, because mm-hmm. they're all gone. But in 2005, a sealed copy of the game appeared on eBay. Huh. How much did it sell for?
1: 5,000
0: seven hundred and thirty three thousand dollars. Whoa, to a Japanese man called Yamamoto Ryuichi. And he intended to record the playthrough for enthusiasts and for everyone to see what the game was like because there were so many rumors of what the game was like and I'd never seen it and stuff. Just, a good idea, right? Yep. Only one video ever emerged, it was one minute 45 seconds long. Yamamoto looking really haggard. You can see the character select screen just by his shoulder and he's just crying. That video then disappeared. And that's the last that people have heard of Kill Switch.
2: It's weird. Again, what's the content? What do you do? No one so you don't no one knows. There's no copies around
0: to record it.
2: So they didn't when they gave the statement they didn't even tell like I guess they wouldn't even tell you what the content was in the game.
0: There are um I won't I won't go into them, but there are like um online there are like the rough storyline of the game and stuff okay. is on there yeah um and what I'll do is I'll put a link to one of the websites that I read about kill switch on where they've got um like a lot more detail on what the game was about
2: but, um it's really freaky yeah because it's like either it's another sort of government test experiment
0: I don't know. It's kind of like it sounds like one of those like kind of pretentious arty games. Yeah. Until you get to that bit at the end, you're like, "What?" <laughs> that's like that's the weird bit. But,
2: but that could be like awesome marketing. Mm. So I, I don't know. Did he did he then die? I
0: don't know. You didn't hear anything more about Yamamoto after that, and that video of him crying disappeared. Can we, we get we... him on? Yeah. I'll see if I can call it Yamamoto if you're listening. Email us. <laughs> you can just Skype in. So that's um Kill Switch. Is that what you'd you
2: said you'd heard of it before Tis? Is that what you'd oh, I heard? I
1: think I'd heard exactly
0: that. Yeah, yeah. It's quite like a famous story. That's the thing, you get these stories go around and half of them are bullshit that's all made up on 4- 4chan. <laughs> yeah. But you know this is Weird Tales and the Unexplainable. Yeah, if they're explained or if they're bullshit, they're still weird tales. So it still half counts. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, I, th- I threw this podcast together uh, last minute, so be happy with what you're getting.
2: <laughs> it's really um, this like really apt that you chose this as a topic today because yesterday I was um, so for for listeners out there, all three of us are big gamers. These mm-hmm. two more more than myself, I'm not so much into games as Tis and Bob, but I was replaying Last of Us last night, just easily my favourite game ever really yeah oh wow just cuz of how it gripped me emotionally mm-hmm. it's such such a good game um, anyway so i then looked at on youtube they've got like the scariest or the creepiest um easter eggs that people put into like developers put into games okay yeah and there's some on there that cause people to like just lose their minds for a bit and like some of the some of the ones are so horrible that it caused people to yeah, like have nightmares for weeks and oh, weeks, really? and yeah, and some of them are a bit unnerving.
0: I've seen some of them, I've seen the ghost lady that appears in Grand Theft Auto 5. Oh yeah, I yeah. found that one, Yeah,
2: I waited there all day on my bike, waiting for... Really? Before, uh... It's creepy. It is a bit horrible, Yeah, and if you get too close she disappears, doesn't she? I
0: don't know, I've just seen the screenshot, I didn't do it myself, I saw the screenshot. Oh yeah, I did it
2: myself, it's the only one I've looked at on like a forum or something and thought, oh, I'll give it a go. Mm. Just had loads of time to kill one day and did it. Right. yeah. What have you heard any um, similar video game unexplainable stories like this?
1: Uh, I haven't. That would be the one, the Kill Switch One. The Kill Switch one. one and the Lavender Town Uh I've not heard of that um, as recent as. as the oh really? Kill Switch I had ages
2: ago. Mm. And that was from Pokemon Red or Blue.
0: Um, or... Yeah, it was the first one, Red and Green, oh, red and in green. Japan. When it came to here, it was Red and Blue. All right,
2: okay. Yeah. So I guess by the time we got here, they changed. Yeah, they changed the, sound. the
0: audio.
2: The one that we've got on our pod is that the original.
0: Um, Do you know? I don't, I never know because sometimes you click on the links and it's like the original Lavender Town yeah. music, and it's they're all different. Okay. So I've got one of the Lavender Town musics. They they sound really similar. The the one in the in the Japan, the one that released out, but they took back out some of the background tones. Which is what, it almost supports the uh, theory. Because wouldn't they just change the music completely? Why only take out certain tones in the backing of the song? Mm. Mm. Anyway, that's uh, my weird media computer games. This um, Have you heard about broadcast signal intrusions? No. No? I might um, get you guys to come round and look at a few of these in a minute.
2: You mean like radio broadcasts or... Well, this is t-
0: television broadcasts is what I'm oh. talking about here. Um, basically, someone hijacks the broadcast signal. Like V for Vendetta. And takes over the TV. Huh. Now... Does that actually th-
2: happened?
0: There's one which is the most famous one, which is the one i had heard of. Um, do you remember a TV character from the 80s called Max Headroom? Hmm... Don't know. He, um, I'll try. I'll get a picture of him up. He, all right. Max Headroom. He looked like this.
2: Oh uh, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Uh,
0: he was like supposed to be an AI. Um, he was like an MTV sort of creation. He had his own show, and he was he used to the Coke adverts, I think. Um. Anyway. On November the twenty-second, nineteen eighty-seven. Uh, There was a silent invasion on uh, the news, American news. Um, It was only about 45 seconds long. I think even less than that, actually.
2: The American news?
0: Yeah, and it was someone wearing a Max Hedron mask. just appeared on the telly when the news was supposed to be on. And it was silent, just like static in the background. And then it faded out. And, okay, that's weird enough. Two hours later, there was a 90-second... Invasion, so that's quite long, oh, a minute done. and a half, uh, dur- during the uh, showing of Doctor Who, with this guy in the Max Hedron mask again. But it wasn't silent, <clears throat> very distorted audio, and he's talking about things like the freaking liberals, and it ends um, with someone spanking him with a fly swatter. <laughs> during... <laughs> so obviously, this freaked people out. Like, try and watch Doctor Who, and then you've got... Max Riven's a kind of creepy-looking character anyway. So mm. when it's, like, hijacking of TV sets and spanking and stuff like that, it's really <sighs> unsettling. But the guy who hijacked in has never been identified or caught. Um, so I've got a clip here if you want to see the hijacking. OK, can we come round? Uh, I can turn it. But oh, the only way to learn. I'll
1: give you a hot drink, oh, I <laughs> I'm glad that That's the way. I'm Electric shock, you guys.
2: The you so what do you think to that? <clears throat> I think that was just the episode of Doctor Who <laughs> <laughs> that week. I think they were low on budget and thought, let's just do something a bit odd. Wow.
0: Can you imagine watching that on television? strange. Really unsettling. Um, but he's not
2: really... He's not barking on about... Anything in particular? No, it says a little bit about freaking liberals yeah, the and beginning. like newspaper nerds. And I think it's to me, it's just someone having a laugh. Oh, like yeah, definitely. someone is someone who like he's figured out how to hijack it, and he thought oh, I'm just going to do it. Like let's just go for it, like a minute and a half. And yeah, he doesn't really seem to have an opinion on anything. He's just no, there's something. no
0: agenda to what he's saying. No, I was when I was watching it. When I was playing the show, I was thinking, did he plan this? Did he like script it? Did he know what he was going to say, or is he just making it up on the spot? Because half the time it feels like he can't think of what to say, but then it's like almost choreographed where he's getting like spanked and stuff. Yeah, that's got to be planned, so I don't know how much of it's planned, but it's really, really strange. Mm. But the guy who did it was never caught, never identified, they never caught him, and that was in 1987. Wow, I don't know how easy it is to do that now. I'd imagine
2: it'd be much harder to... I don't know. I have no idea.
0: Well, it's not really... um, It's analogue TV then, isn't it? Would it be the same thing? I'm not sure how they run the uh, system now. This happened again. Um, There's a a few times it's been... um, People have hijacked into the telly. Um, I've got one more clip on here. Now, this is from 1977. So this is actually 10 years earlier. But I haven't heard of this one. Now, so this was November 26th, 1977, and this was on the UK news.
2: Almost exactly 10 years before. Yeah, it was it in November the 27th? It was November 22nd,
0: eighty seven, and it was 26th, 77 yeah. in the UK. Um, now, the news was interrupted by an alien. By an alien? Mm-hmm. Police were bombarded with calls from panicked <clears> viewers, <throat> and the culprit was never identified because he made off in his flying saucer. Yeah, back on to I haven't that. watched this video myself. Have you not watched it yet? No. Um, 1997 alien broadcast live on BBC. So we'll see if we can get The Nationalist leader, Bishop Abel Muzarewa, has accepted Mr. Smith's offer to negotiate an internal settlement based on one man, one vote. But he says there are conditions. These include stopping the execution of all captured prisoners of war, you know, the This is the voice of Rimmel, representative of the Ashtar Galactic Command, speaking to you. For many years you have seen us as
1: knights and experiments.
0: Can you make out what he's saying? Not
2: really. No, no not.
0: Um, he said that he's Vrilon from the Ashtar Galactic Command, or Asteron from the Intergalactic Mission. With a bit of warning, as we enter the period of Aquarius, weapons of evil should be destroyed and we should all learn to live together in peace or leave the galaxy. Um, and it goes on for about five and a half minutes.
2: I don't listen to all of
0: it. No, I'm done. I've got an idea. Wow. And um, the guy who did that was never identified either. How strange.
1: Hmm.
2: Well, maybe they were, and maybe we just didn't know about it because the police killed them.
0: Maybe, yeah. <laughs> they they were in front and there. removed.
2: Yeah, it's just someone having a laugh, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it's someone having a laugh. It's quite interesting, um, though. It's interesting how they were never caught, and um, I'm surprised it didn't happen more, if it's possible to do. I'm surprised there's only a few incidents that people have recorded of it being happening. Hmm. Yeah, they're my TV ones, the, the broadcast things. I had a couple of clips to play for that. Now... You uh, know, move on to films, and this is the thing that made me do the show. Uh, when we first recorded the first episode, you said to me about whether the people uh, filmed The Exorcist. Yeah, uh, all the deaths are around it, and um, how there's a few films where you know there's unexplained deaths or like bad juju surrounding the films in general. Babe, when you mentioned The Exorcist, yep. Uh, what was what was that about? Um, I just, I
2: think they had just like an unusual amount of deaths per like per film. I, I can't imagine many people on a film set die. I think there was a couple of fires. There was like a fire somewhere on one of the sets, and if I'm right, you'll—I'm sure you'll tell me in a minute—but I'm pretty sure like the one of the sets fell on someone, or there was accidents involving the set. Right.
0: This is what I know. Um, nine deaths were reported. That's a from people lot. People working on the film, and that was cast, crew, and relatives of cast and crew during the time. There were unexplained fires as well on set, and so many weird occurrences on set that they ended up calling a priest to the actual set to get the set exercised on <laughs> the set of the exorcist. Yeah. Wow! But this is not the only film that is considered cursed. Right. And um, I have a few examples of apparently cursed films here. Now, the most cursed film that people have said to be the most is The Omen. Weird that a lot of these films are horror films as well. Yeah. Okay, so um, I'll say a bit about The Omen, then I'll... It's probably the only one I'll go into detail on, but... Okay, so here's a list of things that happened during creation of The Omen. Um, so, okay, um, Gregory Peck, who's the main actor, mm-hmm. the producer, and the writer... Three different planes all struck by lightning during the time of filming. The crew were supposed to take another plane, and, but at the last minute, it was uh, chartered by someone else. So they had to take a different one. The crew, they, the plane they were supposed to get on, crashed and killed everyone on board. Wow. Uh, the director's hotel was bombed at the start of filming by the IRA. IRA. Um, One of the animal handlers was mauled by a lion. Several other handlers were mauled or attacked by dogs. Gregory Peck's son committed suicide just before filming. Several crew were involved in a head-on car accident. And after release, the special effects director and his assistant were in a car accident. He survived, but she was decapitated. Right? Right which is strange because they worked on the decapitation scene in the film. And this accident happened on Friday the 13th, 1976. Reportedly, the signpost on the road where this happened said OMEN, as in the location, O-M-M-E-N, 66.6 kilometres. I call bullshit on that last fact.
2: Yeah, that's too, that's silly.
0: But still, a lot, everything apart from, I, I only the almond sign I think is false. But it did happen, the dates are correct and everything. Um, so that's a lot of bad juju mm. for one film. It's pretty bad. I don't know how cursed a film can be, but it's interesting that it always seems to be these horror films, and a lot of them are to do with like demonic aspects mm. where these bad things happen. Um, we think about that, Chess. Interesting. (laughs) (laughs) You put any stock in it? Um, Elaborate. Well, one side
1: of it could be that working on those type of films attracts those type of people. I mean, apart from the deaths, obviously. Accident-prone people. Yeah, well, not just accident-prone people, but like, you Mm -hmm. know, when you go to a scary house. Mm -hmm. And in the back of your mind, you're at a scary place, so scary things happen. You could go the same house about, yeah. for a different purpose, and nothing would happen, yeah. because you're not thinking about that. So, I don't know, but then that's kind of... Can't really I do often deaths.
2: think that. I do often think, like, when we went to stay at your mum's, mm. and you told us these stories on the coach, these things that you'd seen or heard in her house... Mm-hmm. I kinda of geared myself up for it. So every time I was like in bed trying to get to sleep and I'd heard something, my first thought was a ghost. There's someone, so there's like someone's gonna come in and murder me. But then I thought, <laughs> or oh, it's the piping. Yeah. And it's like so, yeah, I dunno. It could be it could be attracting those types of people.
0: Have you ever seen the Exorcist? Yeah. No. Um, what do you think? I thought it was a bit boring. Do you think it's the scariest film ever? No. Do you think when it came out, you would have been scared? So do you? I feel like people are desensitized to films.
2: I think um, yes. When it came out, I think it probably would have been because at the time it came out, there wasn't anything really like that. They hadn't. Well, I don't know. Maybe they had, but I don't think there was that much focusing on that particular issue. So like demon possession. So mm-hmm. I don't think there was. I think because I remember reading that in the cinema when it came out, people were like being sick yeah, in the yeah. cinema because they were so scared. Now. I have, I've seen it. I watched it when I was about 14. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I thought it was a bit boring. It was a bit kind of like...
0: Uh, for a 14-year-old, I think it's quite slow. At the age of 14, you want something a bit... But if it's... someone says it's the scariest film ever, you're like, this is going to be... Yeah. I think it's, it's, um, it is it's. a scary film.
2: Yeah, but you know it's going to happen. Because there's like loads of stuff that happens. There's like the priest and the mum downstairs... She's like, ah, she did this yesterday, father, and he's like, all right, okay. And then they go upstairs, and so as soon as as soon as the door opens, you're expecting it. You know, I don't know. So I remember watching it, thinking, well, I bet this is gonna, I bet something's gonna be happening that's a bit weird. And at the end, when it's like her head turns around and Mm. she's sick everywhere, and it's quite, I don't know, it's right, just not, yeah. I think because people hyped it it up.
0: The walk on the ceiling.
2: um, yeah, that was probably like the most, most unsettling movie. bit because, yeah. like, yeah, the effects are crap, and I find that bad effects in films are quite scary.
0: Mm. I don't think that spider walk bit—I don't think was in the original um, when they first put it out because they didn't think it looked good enough with the effects, and then when they re-released it when it came to DVD or whatever, mm. that's when they put that scene back in because they could remove the strings in it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but okay. Yeah. Yeah. You've never seen it, Tiss? I've never seen it, no. Do you have any want to see it? No. Even though it's the scariest film ever?
1: No.
0: no. <laughs> well,
2: according to Channel 4's 100 Greatest Scary Movies, mm. hosted by Jimmy Carr, <laughs> right. The Shining is the scariest film oh, of all really?
1: time. Really? I, yeah. I want to watch The Shining. Have you not seen it? We'll
2: have a still scary, scary movie, Still haven't seen it. I remember talking to you like last time we did the pod about three weeks ago and you yeah, still haven't. You need to watch
0: actually, it. So, yeah. I'll tell you what, we'll watch The Exorcist, The Shining and The Omen together What's think, shining Last?
2: Have you ever seen The Omen? Omen? I've seen The Omen I've never seen The Omen Um, it, that I found that freakier like we okay. watched we pretty much did that I was about 14, 15 and we sat there it was just what like 6 of the scariest the ones like in the 70s where they were really Yeah, the so remake
0: of what? of, the, of Omen? the Omen I didn't know there was a remake
2: the, yeah there was it, that, that one came out and then they did a remake of The Wicker Man is like the next oh, year yeah, with Nicolas Cage, Cage
1: yeah. is The Omen about a kid?
2: Uh, yeah, the omen is apparently is, the kid is supposed to be like the spawn of Satan. Is right, it it's supposed okay. to be like the son of Satan? But it's not. Yeah, it was it was quite freaky. But I don't I don't really I remember it. It didn't really really freak me out. But the thing like going back to the the omen and the stories, some of them are like like a lion tape like a, a animal controller getting killed by like yeah animals are unpredictable, aren't they? so mm. those things you could kind of and even the car crash with the decapitation
0: mm.
2: could be coincidence mm. It's a lot of stuff to happen i'll give it, I'll give you that, but some of it I heard and I thought yeah but that that's you yeah. can explain a lot of it away but the uh, yeah Greg, I didn't know Gregory Peck's son committed suicide just before no. it was released
0: um other films that are apparently cursed and have had lots of things happen on set, notoriously poltergeist. Yeah. Rosemary's Baby, Rebel Without a Cause, and the Superman franchise. Yeah.
2: Really? Oh. The Superman franchise. Yeah, like
0: but all the actors one. who play Superman. No, I think Man of still back the trend. Yeah, a lot of actors who have played Superman have obviously had bad things happen, like Christopher Reeves and that.
2: Brandon Ruth.
0: Uh, well, you could say his His career, career. died. <laughs> 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 Both of that straight away. Yeah. <laughs> But it's interesting. The, so out of those six films, four of them are horror films, um, and The Omen, Rosemary's Baby, The Exorcist, all very central to like um, demons and demonology and stuff like that. Interesting.
2: I think um, I'll come on to this when I do an episode on like demon possession mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. Um, but I, I do, and if you do an episode on the occult, I do think there is power. In the occult. I don't mm-hmm. think it's just this casual activity for people to take part in. I think, it's okay. the, I think there's power behind it. So with the ones where it's like happening in horror films, there's kind of... You can kind of make those connections, I guess. I but just
0: think it's weird that out of... Poltergeist isn't about demons or anything, but... No. Of those six, say the six most cursed films, three of them are about demons. Mm. Interesting.
2: But it's also interesting. It doesn't happen to, because I feel like every horror film in the last like five years has basically been about demon possession.
0: Yeah, it's taken a massive it's like, just so
2: that. much. I mean, not just paranormal activity, but uh, like all the Exorcist. Films, like they did the em- Exorcist of Emily Rose, yeah, whatever, yeah. all those films. Um, like
0: The Conjuring. Yeah, Insidious, Annabelle. Yeah, yeah. All
2: of them. Like Insidious to one to three. Like yeah. there's so many. I, I don't I don't know I I didn't I didn't I'm looked into it but I would be interested to see whether that trend continues through yeah. all these other films.
0: That that seems to be like the popular thing right now. It was popular it seems like in the seventies and stuff like Demon Possession, and then not so much, and now it's very popular in horror films again.
2: Say something, Tis.
0: I had something. I had something. There you
1: go. I that. Do you
2: think there's anything to it? Um,
1: I don't know enough about it. <laughs> this is the whole idea of the pod, actually.
0: To hear this stories... Is, like no, you just you to educate so, the uh, listeners. But someone else... Each other. You know, I, this is what I really like about this pod. That we do rotate hosts. Yeah. And when I know... So I know next week, or whenever we recall when B gets back from holiday, mm. he's going to be doing a show of miracles. Yeah. So I'm not going to read anything about any miracles or anything, and no. then I'm going to hear some weird stuff exactly. about miracles. Exactly. Um. And the same, for your next show, I'm not going to look up any stuff about sleep paralysis other than what I already know, yeah. and then I'm going to hear some weird stuff. And I like that. I really like that when it's not your turn, you get to almost be a listener. Yeah, definitely. I love that. Fair enough. And that's my unique selling point. That's my... USP. That's my uh, role today. The listener. I've yeah, <laughs> <we listeners>? noticed.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, actually, so I was going to say, um, when are we going to get a Ouija board into the
0: I was going to do a show about um, Ouija <laughs> boards, because board. um, there was some guy that emailed me um, who had a bad experience of one, yeah. and I was going to try oh and get him God. on. God,
1: Really? Maybe we should do the, the episode on Ouija boards and hear all the bad stuff, and then we won't do it. I've done one once. <laughs> Have you? Hmm. Uh, what was your experience? I moved
0: it. <laughs> you moved it? Yeah, fucking like dick. Maybe the demon made you move it. Maybe. I was just trying to scare Ken and Goot. Oh, really?
2: you, was it just the three of you
0: doing it? <laughs> um, ben almost definitely there, and I think Jibs was there as well. And what what did he say? Um, I just made up some like name. Because uh, we did it, and nothing happened for ages. Um, it wasn't like one of the ones you, we bought or anything. We made it. Um, and we did it in my house in Wing. And I just made up some stuff. Because yeah, nothing was happening. I, I felt like Jibs and Ben knew I was moving it. Mm. But...
2: And we wanted to scare Ken and ah. <laughs> Yeah. Nice. I don't know. When you see, when I see you all, like, you hear people... Because um, there was a guy at school who used to like bring his Ouija board in. Right. Uh, I won't mention his name. Go on,
0: I'll cut it. Huh? I'll cut it. Oh, did he used to bring it in? Yeah, he
2: used to bring it all the time.
0: Oh, I remember. Did he used to do it in the drama studio? Yeah, yeah. Ah. Yeah.
2: So there was a guy at school who used to do it all the time. He used to bring his Ouija board in... Like quite a lot through the through one year, right. and I remember. Did you do? it with him? No, I no. I wasn't really friends no, with him, so I never no, really no, did it. And uh, it I always think when they do it, I don't know what question I'd ask. Yeah, I I wouldn't know. I haven't the people that have died that have been close to me. I feel like they. I'm like yeah. I I I haven't got anything to ask him. Mm. Like apart from have you did you earn any money on under the floorboards that there's nothing yeah. of interest for me when I think of Ouija boards I'm like well I have nothing mm. to like gain from it I don't know. nothing
0: to gain everything to lose if you have a bad experience and what yeah. are the chances of like when you do a Ouija board are you calling out to someone you know then or is it just like anyone that's around? what I mean I don't know I, I don't know it whether, whether it's around. yeah exactly so what are the chances of being someone you know you might get Satan
2: you might get the worst one as uh, you,
0: you know there's a lot of dead people <laughs> Yeah, there is a lot of like <laughs> through the years, do you
1: know what I mean? So There's yeah, probably been the over a thousand people that have died ever. Very yeah. slim. <laughs> Very slim.
2: Yeah, you could get like your next door neighbour's like dead grandma. And she might be like, Oh, make sure you look after the cat. <laughs> um Yeah, you might or you might get some horrendously powerful you might get Satan.
0: What's the other one where you contact spirits when you have your hands together?
2: Um not divination. Where you mean, like, where they sit in a circle and... Yeah, and
0: you have someone and they talk. Oh, what is and that Ghosts called? talk through them. A... They
2: did it in Only yeah. Fools and Horses. <laughs>
0: yeah. Seance. A seance. A seance. Yeah. A seance. Yeah.
2: But they're usually... Seances are usually run by...
0: Swindlers.
2: Psychics, yeah. Psych- people who have, like, a script in their heads or they, they say things just, like, I don't know, and then they play on people's... So someone might say, oh, can you see if... Auntie Mabel's there I want to ask her a question and then they do do you know what I mean I think mm-hmm. well in my head that's that's how it works
0: maybe we'll do a show that, which is seances and Ouija boards it's just like contact with the Afterlife show yeah. maybe which our listeners can stories. get
2: in and tell us if they've had so we've had a guy with a bad experience haven't we
0: yeah he said it wasn't directly involving using the Ouija board but it might but be it connected. was about the stories about Ouija board. he didn't tell me in person because he was like I want to tell it myself Oh, okay. So I was like, well, when I said I want to do it, eventually a contact with the Afterlife show. And when we do, Skype in. That'll be great. Cool. But again, email us if you've got any weird seance or Ouija world stories. I'm not being dismissive about seances at all. I'm sure there are some unfa- fascinating Ed- stories. Educators. Feel free to educate us. Yeah, I'm pretty much open-minded to hearing anything about anything. So, unexplainableuk at com. We want to hear them. Now, I've got two more stories about films here. Yeah. And these, um, I think, are both um, nonsense. Okay. okay. But we'll see. One of them I know for fact is nonsense, but it's a funny story. Now, uh, Wizard of Oz. hmm Right? Do you know this one? No. Right. It said that in the background of one of the scenes in Wizard of Oz, you can see a figure hanging from a tree. And uh, there's rumours that someone killed himself on set and it wasn't noticed until after they got it together and then they tried to cover it up. And in later, because on the original VHS you can see it and any pressing after that you can't, it's been edited out. Mm. Now, there's many rumours as to what the figure is. Um, There's a rumour that it's one of the munchkins who hung himself (sighs) because it's hanging off a tree um, due to working conditions. One of the munchkins who hung himself due to a lost love. Uh, there are rumours that it's one of the stagehands for the same two reasons. There are rumours that working editions lost love. There's also a rumour that it was the actor who was supposed to play the Tin Man and lost the role. Um, I can get a picture up if you want. Yeah, let's have a look. Um, apparently it was edited to look like a bird flying away in in later releases. But let me get a picture up show you guys. And I'll put a picture on the blog, of course. Has there ever been any official reply to that? Or is it pure? Really? They say it's nonsense. A lot. Of the studio says it was a bird. They had birds on set from a local zoo on hire, and it was a bird in the tree or whatever.
2: I'll judge it when I see the photo. Oh, I see. Right at the end. Mm. Like they're walking towards it. Mm-hmm. It swings a bit, doesn't it?
0: Mm. Okay. Okay. I think this is the late, what it looked like in the later releases. So
2: it should be that, Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? It's kind of separate. I thought it might look, it might have looked like another tree or something, but it's quite separate.
1: Hmm. So that is definitely confirmed. That is in the first one. That that swinging. Apparently object. so. You know how like these rumors go around
0: and around and
1: around. A lot of people think this one's bullshit. <laughs> Can you get any of the old VHSs? If
0: anyone's got one of the original <laughs> VHSs of Wizard of Oz, this was hunt down that scene and see what it looks like. Yeah. Yeah. Glad. <laughs> no.
2: Like they were talking. Yeah, it was made in like the like first the 30s, pressing. wasn't it? It's only
1: on the first pressing. But so, so presumably when. To cinema, mm. no one noticed it. Mm. Went to VHS, mm. which people was, could watch it again. Back again. in those
0: days, would have been like a year. A year it would have been later than that. Were there even VHSs in the thirties? When oh, did it go to? It came out in the thirties. was yeah, like, the first color film. Wow, that's
2: ages
0: ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh. When it first came out on VHS, when VHSs came around, mm. it was just the same as the printing from the cinema. There.
1: Hmm.
0: It's a strange story. Um, another fun story. Uh, this is <laughs> fun. Yeah, this is fun because it's nonsense. Um, oh, I wish I shouldn't have told you it's nonsense before I told you because I should have showed yeah, you, you the picture it. and you'd have been like, oh. "I think the Wizard of Oz one is plausible."
1: It's really?
0: Exact, well, if it's
1: the original,
0: you think that'll There's come out?
1: There's no around. smoke without fire. Why would someone start it? Hmm.
0: Which of the rumors do you think it is? One of the Munchkins or one of the stagehands oh, or I don't the Tin Man? not the tin man (laughs) it all seems so fantastical
2: looks a bit too big to be a munchkin
1: Mm. Mm, yeah from a distance as well if it was a munchkin it'd be like tiny
2: (laughs) (laughs) like a thumbprint
0: yeah
1: it could be uh, the lion the cowardly Lion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) right um, the film three men and a baby
2: oh yeah I know what this one is Free is it the Baby. ghost
1: on set? The little boy or something.
0: Yeah. Do you know this?
1: Oh Yeah. Yeah. Do you know
0: this, test? No. I've never seen the film. Okay. Um, never
1: seen the film. The Baby. Quickly
0: tell him what Three Man and the Baby is and I'll get a picture
2: up. It's basically Tom Selleck mm-hmm. um, and two other blokes. I can't remember their names Ted right now. Ted Danson. Yeah, that's a Ted Danson, yeah. Um, They're basically, they they're kind of, oh, I haven't seen it for like 20 years, so I can't remember, but it's probably, it's something to do with the fact that they all... Kind of have a claim to being father of this baby, right? Okay. And then there's another film that comes out later called Three Men and a Little Lady, yeah. And oh, it's just the yeah. same hijinks, but like six years later, <laughs> it's like a it's <laughs> like <laughs> <of> the <laughs> same the three people. It's the same three blokes in it. So they keep I think it's it, oh, I think I, I think it's don't they like because I remember Ted Danson dresses up as a vicar and tries to.
0: What's I can't remember the plot. I'm gonna them. have to watch seen it as a kid. That's why I told you to. Tell. So in the
1: same, in the sequel, there presumably, they still still shagging the same woman. All three of them. <laughs> no. Still...
2: There's no, no, no. no. no I it's mean, not like... like another
1: woman. Like they've done it again. <laughs> oh, it's right. just like, oh my god. <laughs> they're not like some woman with the same. No, tastes. they're not.
2: They're not like ganging up on poor single women to make a baby with them. No, then... no,
1: no. Just a coincidence, though. No, it's the
2: same girl, because she's gone from being a little baby to a little lady.
1: Right! Yeah. <laughs> I thought even the sequel was like... There's another the baby. The first one was three men and a baby, and then three men and a little lady was like a new baby, but it was like a little girl. The first one was a boy, the second one was a girl, different women, the same three guys still sleeping with the same... Not, not the same woman, but a different woman, but...
2: There's loads of crazy films that came out. That was like the time that uh, Dance and checks in came out. Oh, there's loads of
1: monkey films. checks Monkey business. Yeah. Oh, monkey Trouble. out. <laughs> no, not baby's. Yeah. Baby's yeah. day out. <laughs> baby's day out. <laughs> That's a great film. Three men and a baby. Requests for three men. Baby's day
2: out was amazing.
1: Was so so whose baby did it end up being?
2: No, it was okay. Just so I've just read, reminded myself, what it was it was Tom Selleck's baby with his girlfriend. Right. Or like his girlfriend's baby. And they left, she had to leave this baby for him to look after, so he got his two mates in (laughs) to help him.
1: Yeah.
2: That's what I mean, it's just all hijinks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we go, and then Three Men and a Little Lady is Sylvia's work increasingly takes her away from the three men who helped bring up Mary, her daughter, when she decides to move to England and take Mary with her. The three men are heartbroken at losing the two most important females in their lives. That's it, because then Ted Danson ends up. For some reason, marrying... Like dressing up as a vicar. I'm going to have to watch it again. And Three Men and a Baby is directed by Leonard Nimoy. <laughs> Mate, you've got to get into these films. We're making a list. Shining. Anyway, back to...
0: Anyway, okay, so there's a long shot in the film of those hijinks <laughs> going on. Um, and the camera's panning around back and forth and all this. And during one of the shots, hands past the window, right, and looks in the background as if a small boy is looking at them, just standing behind the curtains, right. staring out. And all these rumours went around that the um, apartment they filmed in was actually haunted by a young boy. So let me just show you a picture of... Wow. Right? Is that true? Now, I'm going to tell you what that is. One, the reason it's not true, I'm here to debunk this one. Go on. This wasn't filmed in an apartment, it was filmed on a set. Okay. Right? Yeah. Two, that's actually a a cardboard standee of Ted Danson in a tuxedo. That's a cardboard what? Standee of Ted Danson in a tuxedo. Like
1: a big cardboard cutout. Who's Ted Danson? The
0: actor, yeah. A kid actor. No, the no. actor in the film is because it's just a small standee, it looks like a little boy. He's actually wearing a top hat, but because the resolution on these other films is so bad, it just looks like black hair. Isn't it... Um... Well, so Ted dancing? is in that scene? No, it's a cardboard cutout. Card. Yeah, but that is, why was it, that why is Ted Yeah. Did someone just leave it there mate. Yeah, well, this is the thing. It was supposed There was a scene that was cut that had this cardboard standee in, but they left it in the background of this shot, because they didn't know that scene was going to be cut at the time. So it was in the background, like oh, it's still in the background from the earlier scene. Right. But because it's not established in the film, it's just in the background. No one's thinking, oh, it's that standee that lights like, to ghost. and it's still in the film.
2: Yeah, it's in the background of the film. Is it so? If I went and bought that on DVD uh... tomorrow, that would still yeah, it's yeah.
1: still be
0: yeah. there. Uh, why didn't they why edit did it out? I don't know. That's so lazy. So there you go. It's actually a cardboard standee. Ted dancing.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: wow. A oh, creepy. there's a HCV feature picture there.
0: Yeah, see, it looks way more, actually, like a standee of a top hat on there. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> that
2: looks um... way more flat than the other one. The other yeah. one gives it way more
0: creepiness. Exactly, stuff. and it looks creepy because it's so, like, blurry than my VHS qualities. But anyway, that's the one I'm here to debunk. Now, I'm going to quickly talk about... This is very renowned. Did you hear that Paul is actually dead? I did hear that. What? He is. There's a long-running conspiracy. This is... I'm sure many people are listening know about this already. But Paul McCartney died in a car crash in 1966. And um as to not upset the fans and not to, like, kill the Beatles off at the height of their popularity, the rest of the band decided to find a Paul McCartney lookalike to take his place. <laughs> so he's stupid. Um... Uh, replaced by a lookalike called Billy Shears, or sometimes he's called William Campbell, uh, on some reports, uh, who was the Paul McCartney lookalike contest winner.
2: Mm? I don't buy any of that. That's that's such get.
0: Well, you're going to be eating your words when I show you some of this evidence. I'm
1: looking forward to this. I I genuinely believe that. No, you don't. I do. Dang. For the sake of
0: non-bias, I mean. There's websites dedicated to this. Yeah. So on the blog, I'll put a couple of links. If you want to really dig yeah. into this, there's a lot. Well, here's the, walrus was Paul. the walrus was Paul. The walrus was Paul. Yeah, that was another clue for you all. Is that the actual lyric? That's the actual it... lyric, and um, that's from Glass Onion by the Beatles. And on the front cover of Magical Mystery Tour, Paul's dressed up as a walrus. And um, apparently, in many ancient cultures, the walrus is a symbol of death. Mm. Well, let's get further into this. Okay, so the reason, uh, at the beginning of uh, Sgt. Pepper's, uh-huh. they introduce the album and they say. The one and only Billy Shears, and And people are like, "Oh, here we are." They're telling us, but they're just making up a silly name, you know, the Beatles. Mm. Um, Now this all spawned from the front cover of Abbey Road. They're all crossing the road, yeah. Mm. Paul's not wearing any shoes, mate. Okay, and a lot of people thought, trying to tell you something.
2: What the ghosts are barefoot. Mm-hmm. Don't have the numbers plate afterlife. in the
0: background of the Abbey Road album. L M W two eight I F two eight I F twenty eight if Paul would be twenty eight if he was still alive And that picture was taken. Okay. L M W. Linda McCartney weeps. Yeah. Do you think they're
2: clutching at straws here? I think they're. I think they're balmy. <laughs> I mean,
0: there's a lot. There's a lot of clues. But, I just okay, can't. Let me get the um, Sergeant Pepper's um, cover up. The album cover. Up. I'm going to show you some clues. Hey, I'm not saying never. I just think for them to have found
2: the lookalike and for it to be perfect, because let's be honest, if it's not Paul McCartney, it's basically his twin.
0: Yeah, someone who can still write... Yeah, someone
2: who can still write the way he wrote and play the instruments that he played to the calibre that he
0: played them. Right, okay. So, very famous cover. Sergeant Pepper's Lonely, Clubs, Lonely Hearts Club Band. Okay? The Yellow Flowers down here. Left-handed bass guitar. Hmm. Right? Uh, yeah. Or, slightly obscured by this bush... P-A-U-L, question mark? P-A-U-L. Oh, right there,
1: Paul. Paul. Draw it. Okay.
0: Um, Hand right over Paul's head, like he's being blessed. Right? Right. Um, (laughs) Okay. You see how he's standing straight up, and the others are like, side onto him? Yeah. Apparently, that's relevant. Right? Okay. If you look, uh, I'm just going to pull up this image. Right. Okay, so if you put a mirror across the middle of Lonely Hearts on the drum, uh-huh. you get I1, IX, he died. In other words, on November the 11th, he died. And an arrow pointing directly up. And that's forward. supposed to be Lonely Hearts backwards? It's Lonely Hearts with a mirror across the middle. Okay. Right? Uh, on the inside cover, where all the lyrics are, yeah, you notice how Paul's got his back to you and everyone else hasn't. I can't get the image Yeah, up. yeah. And the words, without you, from the song, within you, without you, right next to his head. I'm not buying any of it. Right? They're all spelling out letters subtly with their fingers. L, V, E, spelling out the word love. Okay. Paul's not involved though, there's no I. Paul's apart from them. Well, he's got his back to him? Um, you can put that back down now, so all I'm going to show you in images. All right. And obviously, I'll put the pictures up on the blog, and I'll direct you to this website. Now, um, lots of backwards masking. If you reverse uh, Revolution number nine, sounds like a saying, Turn me on, dead man. Nine. Number nine, number nine,
1: number nine, turn me on, dead man. Turn
2: me on, that Man. What the, what's the actual lyric? What's he actually saying? Number like, nine. It's number nine. Just number nine. Hmm. Uh, no. I'm not
0: um, it. Strawberry Fields Forever. I haven't listened to a lot of these clips because I want to listen to them with you guys. Um, okay, so if you reverse a section of Strawberry Fields Forever, it sounds like they're saying, I buried Paul.
1: That in the background? I'm yeah. yeah I'm have been that.
2: Rubbish.
0: A lot of people say he's actually saying I'm very bored.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Listen to it thinking he's saying I'm very bored.
2: Yeah, that sounds more like I'm very
1: bored.
0: Right, okay. There's more. Okay. Um, I'm so tired, the song I'm so tired, it sounds like. Paul is dead. I miss him. I miss him. <laughs> no. Such <laughs> rubbish. Okay, I got one more. From the song Blue Jay Way, it sounds like Paul died. Paul is buried. Believe me. That's how sound like Paul is bloody, Paul is bloody, Paul is bloody. Mm, no. get
2: anything from that? No. 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 No.
0: no. The All thing right. about reverse music is like... You can make it sound
1: like anything. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... That's... that's what they think John Lennon wrote the music in reverse and then played it back and was like, what does it sound like? Like, he says pull this bow, pull this and then it sounds like you know, whatever it does. And for like, okay, it to still be an
2: actual lyric. Really. Mm. like I'm not having yeah. any of that. Okay. What's Paul well... McCartney said about it? It's nonsense. Of course it is. It's crap. <laughs> <Like,
0: laughs> so you don't buy this. There's no. so many websites dedicated to this. Of course it's interesting. It's interesting. Turn me on, dead man. It's interesting. No, it's just rubbish. It's just absolute rubbish. Well, talking of um, backwards masking, mm-hmm. also the song uh, "Kiss Kiss Kiss" <laughs> by by uh, Yoko Ono. Yeah, what does she say? I shot John Lennon. Yeah, yeah I shot John Lennon like that can be not really ready yeah so she's claiming here that she shot John if you turn it backwards
1: what
0: do you
2: think again it's like I can hear I can only just about hear it but because you've told me
0: yeah I, like I can't if... believe that people actually spend their time digging these theories out yeah like it, it because if you'd
2: have just played me that clip, I wouldn't have heard anything. I wouldn't have heard any words. But because you told me, "Oh, people think she's saying I shot John Lennon," I heard it. But like, like it's not enough, is it? It's no. it's yeah, it's
0: rubbish. Okay, one more, and this is bullshit again. This is like the Three Men and a Baby hoax thing. This was all <laughs> um, advertising, but I thought it was a cool story. So weird tales. Yeah, um, I was going to
2: ask you what the remaining Beatles, the two of them are dead. Uh, yeah. Ringo, has he said anything about it? Uh,
0: I didn't. I didn't have a look at what he said about it. No, no one cares about Ringo anyway. No, I just pulled out a few of the craziest things I could find, but there are lo- there's loads of stuff that people dug out. So if you really are interested in what these um, nut jobs, not <laughs> 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 that we ever take a stance, um, believe about John Lennon being, uh, Paul McCartney being dead, then I find I it quite interesting. Though.
1: Yeah, I, I like that the people. Really yeah, think. it's interesting. I feel
0: like once the rumor started, the Beatles played with it. Yeah, maybe. And sometimes put these little symbols into play with people. Yeah, but the so, but this Wouldn't is you? why people get people get desperate,
2: don't they? And they start like listening to music. Like, oh, I wonder if I heard it backwards. They must have gone through so. They must have gone through all the other songs. Yeah. They wrote so many. So they must have gone through all of them, hmm. and then heard like a. Three-second clip, which sounds extremely vaguely like something like that, Hmm. and then they say, "Oh, Linda McCartney weeps." Or LMW. Like it's—it's just a registration plate. It doesn't mean anything. Carry on. Sorry. Okay.
0: So, did you know there was another Beatles album? Was there? In a parallel universe where they never broke up. Go on. Right. A man called James Richards was chasing his dog in Del Puerto Canyon tripped and fell unconscious, came to have woken up in another world, another earth, and he was transported there by a man named Jonas, and Jonas didn't find it that weird, because in his world, it's happened a few times, people have moved between worlds, Jonas took him back to his house, they talked about differences between their worlds, and Jonas said, they got to talk about Beatles, and Jonas said, I'm a massive Beatles fan, showed him his collection, and the guy who went back was like Wait, I haven't seen these albums Apparently there was another four albums He was like, yeah, they're still around um, And he was like, can I take one of these albums back for me? And uh, Jonas was like, no nah, It's against the rules You can't take stuff back between worlds right? When Jonas wasn't looking James Richard pocketed a copied cassette tape Of one of the albums that was on the side For the album that was supposed to follow Let It Be Called Everyday Chemistry. Right, So he has this cassette, handwritten, sometimes. Mm. Brought it back to our world. Started a website. And the website's called The BeatlesNeverBrokeUp.com. He <laughs> listens to this album. <laughs> now, this is where it falls apart. It was all a little bit of hype for people to listen to this tape that he had made, uh, which was still quite a cool idea. And when you listen to it, you can listen to it and download it now. Um, when you actually listen to it it was made up of all the solo material that each of the four Beatles had done after they split up and then he put them together to make songs right out yeah. of like each of their solo material.
2: I was gonna say when he if this was something that someone had said had happened and he came back with this tape, say it was you, say you came out like mate up into a parallel universe mm-hmm. where the Beatles never broke up and this is their next album for a start, I'd say if you'd got me the album artwork, I might be a bit more believing. <laughs> the second thing I'd say is that's bound to be just unreleased stuff or just hidden tracks mm.
1: that were on the albums. But yeah, can I just say if you came back from a parallel universe mm-hmm. <laughs> with a Beatles tape, that'd be the least of my worries. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. The first but, uh, question no. would be what. How? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, hang and, on, and hang I, on. I think it would be, it would
2: be very. Um... I'd bypass <laughs> I'd bypassed about an hours of conversation. I would, I would sit there and be like, mate, let yeah. get get the kettle on. Let's talk about this. It'd be very irresponsible first first, all of, of you. you too. Yeah, first things first. Pour the kettle. Let's make sure you don't need to be sectioned.
1: How irresponsible is it to go to a parallel universe and be like, so? Beatles together still? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How <laughs> okay. did they get
2: onto the Beatles? When did this yeah. happen? Was it in o- the after, 70s after or 60s? The, uh, scientific and... And... You would never get to the Beatles. I'm sorry, but if you met someone in, in a parallel universe, I wouldn't talk about bands. If he was in a parallel universe, surely mm. you, there's like ultimate. There's lots of versions of yourself. Well, Why did he not bump in in into it? Maybe in
1: a parallel universe, he, was, uh, he became John
0: Lennon, and John Lennon was all the
2: time. Maybe in the parallel universe, <laughs> he was Paul McCartney.
0: Turn me on, dead man. Turn me on, dead man. Right. Okay. That's that's my weird media stories. Anyway, now, have you got any recommendations this week for anything? Um,
2: no. 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 Only um, if if you fancy something, it's not really, it's not unexplainable because it's obviously something that people have developed. But if you're into uh, video gaming, and you've got like 15 minutes to kill, just just YouTube search. Like creepy Easter eggs in video games. There's mm. loads of stuff out there. It's quite, it's quite interesting. It's just I, as someone who I love Easter eggs. When I get, um, when I get a new game, I like searching for all the stuff that they put in. Yeah. And the same with gay, like films even as well. Like the references people make. Uh, so yeah, it might be worth something to do.
0: My recommendation. Um, I just got back from Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah. And um, I said I was gonna go on some ghost walks while I was away. Yeah. Uh, I went on some in York and some in Edinburgh but I really want to recommend anyone who is visiting Edinburgh um, I highly recommend a specific ghost tour I went on um, called City of the Dead and if you go to the late night Double Dead tour it starts at 10pm, runs for about an hour, 45 minutes, something like that and it's fantastic it's not your normal sort of ghost walk where you walk around old guy telling your stories and it's fun for all the family this is like late night, adults only And you're going into old, like, prisons, underground, walking around tunnels in the pitch black by candlelight, um, telling you the horrific things that happened there. And it's... uh, I would definitely recommend doing it. It's fantastic. Um, It's £13 per person. It's not bad. But you get about an hour and 45 for that. And you do get to go to some really cool places, which you would never go. So going to Edinburgh, that's the one I recommend. There's plenty in Edinburgh. Plenty of ghost walks. But from my research, I found this to be the one I would definitely recommend. And after going on I would definitely recommend this one. So if you go to Edinburgh, go on the late night, Double Dead Tour, City of the Dead. Fantastic.
2: Or what you could do mm-hmm. um, once you've done that is um, when I, what, something I learned when I went to Glasgow. Right. Um, was that a particular pastime that um, Scottish teenagers like to get up to on Saturday afternoon is to go up the local park and throw fireworks at each other. Really? <laughs> yeah, it's so scary. Having said that, Scotland is a beautiful country. Oh,
0: yeah. I really enjoyed driving through
2: it. <laughs> driving through it? Well, we not without stopping. And then well, <laughs> we drove
0: to my mum's house, which is like the other side, as you know. Yeah. So we ended up driving across Scotland to get to my mum's, and that was really nice. Mm. Yeah. Um, so that's my recommendation. Ghost story of the week. You got it. Um, okay, so let me get a short one. This is one from Reddit. Someone sent me a while back. By the way, when I tell these, I never credit the people's name because I Did don't you know mean... if they want me to. So if you send me any of these stories on Reddit or to our email in the future, just let me know if you want me to credit you. I don't, just in case you don't want the credit. Or well, maybe you can get
2: people to say, I want to remain anonymous, but please yeah. show my story. And if people don't do that, then you should assume that I don't
0: care confusing it now. Okay here we go So this uh, is from Reddit And um, I posted a thing up there A few weeks ago For people to share their unexplained experiences And this is one of the, of the stories I got back Ready guys? Yeah the story of
2: the week.
0: <laughs> So this is what it says uh, The one that sticks out to me the most Is when I was a lot younger Between 6 or 8 I think I played a lot with kids in the neighbourhood as most kids do, and there was one girl I played with uh had a large doll house that her father had made, I believe. It was a huge house, fully furnished, with nearly a dozen rooms and an attic. The doll ho- the doll's house was probably two or three feet tall by about the same wide. It was size uh, for Barbies, so that's quite quite tall. And we'd play with them sometimes. I remember nearly every time we played with them and put them down to do something else, watch a video, play a different game or whatever, when we came back they would always be in a different position. I remember one time that we were curious as to why they did this, so we took one of the Barbie dolls and put it against a screen window a few feet away from the bed. Then we went away for about 20 or so minutes and came back to her room. The doll was now under a blanket that was at the foot of her bed. It was very odd to say the least.
2: She had a sister, didn't she,
0: or a brother? You think? Yeah, probably.
2: That's my first. Po- I go to my first port of call, but it could have been.
0: Well, you know what? I my cousin, when he was young, I used to move his toys around. What for a laugh? Yeah, when he wasn't <laughs> in the room. Not for a laugh, actually. More to he had he loved Toy Story, and he had <laughs> loads of the Toy Story toys. Yeah. So I used to move them around, and it didn't scare him because he like believed Toy Story was real. So he just believed that his Toy Story toys would play when he was at the That's moment. pretty cool. So he's so got always moving around, yeah. it's nice. But, um, what do you think about that, Tess? Interesting. <laughs> I, uh,
1: I don't tend to want to debunk nor. But you're not
2: debunking, because he's not saying, and if you're listening, you, you, you know, he's not saying, I definitely think. This is exactly what happened, or I, I think it was a ghost, or I think a demon came. in. He's just saying it's a bit odd. Mm. So it is a bit odd. It might, it might have been that he had, but if if he did, if this girl didn't have siblings, mm-hmm. then that is really odd.
0: Very strange. It's similar to the one I told last time with the the light. All the lights would turn off every time he left them on. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. Anyway next episode. Uh, when are you back from France? Uh, I get back next Saturday. Yeah. So, okay, we'll say for now, it's probably going to be a fortnight till the next one, and in a fortnight, I you need time to plan as well? It so won't everybody. take me long. Right, so in a fortnight, you've got a, a beef-hosted show about miracles, so mm-hmm. we'd love to hear any of your stuff about that. And the week after that, Tiss is going to be tackling sleep paralysis. So I want your stories about that too. Now the email address again is at mail.com So message us anything there. We'd love to hear from you. And also any of your haunted house stories because they're going to be doing my skypin show um, for my next show. And also the blog, the companion blog. I always put up pictures and links and anything we recommend. Every time a new episode goes up, I update the blog. That is weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.blogspot.com. Go on that if you want any um, further information on anything we talk about. Anything else? Yeah. <laughs> anything else?
2: No, I'm going to France. You're
0: going to France? Are you
2: doing anything scary there? Uh, no. There's not really anything scary Are about France. you drinking wine,
0: eating cheese, and barbecuing?
2: Yeah, I'm eating bread, going to the bakery every day.
0: That sounds great. I'm excited. Mm. Going to the beach. Until next time. Until next time, turn me on, dead man.